Hey, Steven. Hey, Travis. How's it going? It's good. Things are good. Yeah? Yeah. You know, weather's getting nice and cool. But it's... We, we need to throw this out there real quick. It is a very windy night here. It so is windy. If it sounds like we're in a tornado... We may be. Yeah. Then again, we're definitely not outside. So if you can hear it, wow. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, last week we started this conversation on travels. We saw what we kind of parsed the difference between day trips and road trips. And I think more or less we kind of came to the conclusion that a road trip is a journey that's several, at least several nights. Yes. Hits multiple locations. Yes. And I don't think we put it in words, but we more or less made the point that in a road trip, the journey or the travels are, I would say, at least equally as important as any one destination. Yes, I would say that too. Okay, so we're on the same page. That's good. It's a good start. But you can take a day trip from a road trip. Like if you if you said, okay, we're stopping here for a couple of nights, but then, oh, let's run over yeah. to this other place and come back. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It almost feels like it almost feels like that would still be just part of the road trip, though. But if you're coming back to that momentary destination, mm. I don't know. <laughs> All up to whoever's thinking about it. So it is. It absolutely is. And you know, I think I think the thing that most people will say is the idea of taking a road trip for a lot of people is very appealing. Absolutely. No. I say that, but that's for me. Yeah. I have met one or two people who say that that is miserable, (laughs) that they don't want to be in a car for that long. You know, the the kind of people that will fly everywhere they go. So It's okay. To each his own. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think it's kind of that idea that you can't be, even if you are going from A to B and just stopping at like 14 locations in between, like... You have to be of that mindset that I'm more interested in seeing what's between A and B. Correct. You know? Yes. It's the little things. Yeah. And, you know, I think, and this, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that for, for, for people like you and I, the idea of the road trip is very appealing because we're into photography and we like this idea of exploring new places and seeing new things and all that kind of comes in with that. Yeah, I can see that. You know, some that aren't necessarily into that. They just want to get to B. Yeah. You know, and and enjoy what's right there versus seeing everything in between. Yeah. Hey, do you know what would have made more sense when I made that analogy? I could have said from A to Z, because then you have letters in between you can stop at. (laughs) Um... Elaborate on that. When when you say from A to B, it sounds like a direct thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, he's so smart. Uh, well, in hindsight, we're all smart, aren't we? <laughs> Valid. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, this idea of taking the road trip, you know, it's, ironically, it is kind of that quintessential American, like, journey. Yes. You know, you always had these, you know, these books being written about, you know, you know, people traveling the country by, you know, by car or 
you know, whatever method yeah. of transportation they had at that point. You know, uh, you've got your, your, like your Jack Kerouacs of the world. And we always kind of look up to them like, Hey, this is, this is something to do. This is, this is a lifestyle. Like I want to go do that, you know, oh, hit yeah. the road. I would love it. Yeah. We've talked about that. <laughs> Van life. Van life. You know, I, I think we were talking before we, uh, before we started recording today, but I think that, you know, when, when you start saying things like van life, that's even taking it to another level. Yeah, it's like forever road trip. <laughs> yeah, it's a road trip that doesn't end, you know. Or even I mean, even if you're talking about like a month-long or two-month-long road trip, like I feel like that is a whole topic unto itself. Yeah. Like if you think about it, being in the States, I mean, we can literally go from Canada to Argentina, you know. We could. Yeah. You could. You could actually go a little dangerous. You could go a little further and go Alaska to Argentina. I guess that's a little. <laughs> well, I figured Canada went all the way up. <laughs> I don't know that they have roads the other direction. Oh, they have roads. <laughs> I don't know if they do either. Uh, Might be a whole used to bunch watch what is it? ice truckers or whatever. Ice road truckers. Ice road truckers, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, if you think about it, that's something you could do from here. Yeah. And, you know, people do that. Um, there's actually a, there's a series on YouTube that I got into years ago. Um, so I, I got into the whole like overlanding thing, you know, back when I had the, the pickup mm-hmm. and I was, I was, I was super into this, um, this idea of overlanding, which is something I never really actually physically went out and did. But uh, what was it? Uh, Expedition Overland is the name of their um, channel. And they they had the series where they went and they did uh, whatever the road is to Alaska, you know, to like the highest point up there. And then they had another season where they went south and, you know, I forget how far they got. But they hit a certain point where they actually had to like stop because the, the journey where they were, the, the routing that they took, you know, they couldn't go any further. Right. Um, and I think they had a, another season where they ended up doing South America. So, you know, definitely people are out there doing it. Um, it is adventurous to another another level once you're once you're leaving your own country there for sure. Oh yeah. But, yeah, I mean here I mean just even within continental United States, you know, without even crossing borders, you have so much that you can do. Um and you know, knowing that we have at least one or two listeners outside of the US, um, you know, places like Australia. I can only imagine the kind of road trip that you can have in Australia. John. <laughs> I'm sure he's got some stories. John, tell us. <laughs> tell us about road trips, please. Yeah. And, you know, you, you hear about people all the time going to, to Europe, and it's usually backpacking across Europe. Uh, and I think that might be because they have a lot more of, like, rail travel and things right. of that nature. Yeah, I was wondering, like, it just even saying that about Australia and John, it's like, how how is, is road tripping more of a U.S. kind of thing? I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know, I mean, we Americans, we love our cars. Yeah. So that's that's very possible. Yeah, I don't know. I had to look that up. <laughs> As my phone sits in front of me. Hey. My, my phone is currently showing a very important website. What's that? It's... Um, it's actually travelmarketreport.com. 
but I've they have never heard of it. I haven't either. But they have the top ten U.S. road trips according to Google searches. Okay. So let's talk about them. So you said top ten. Top ten right. according to Google searches. So I know that in California, I'm betting the um, whatever the highway is along the coast. Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, that one. That one is number three. Okay. Um, in Florida, was it A1A? It's another popular highway to travel. Well, they have, oh, that's the number nine is the Florida Keys Scenic Highway. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, of course. A1A is not in there. Okay, A1A is not there. All right, well, I mean, I've never even been to Florida, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I have driven on the A1A. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about it a couple weeks ago, which is the only reason I, I knew about it. Um, and then definitely got to be on there, Route 66. Uh, Route 66 is number one. Number one. Okay, fantastic. Yes. So, um, and we both discussed that we, that's something we both want to do is hit that one. Yeah. So number one, Route 66. Number two, our favorite home homegrown roadway, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Carolina's in Virginia. You know, I never Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, I've done I've done a decent portion kind of I guess in the central section of the Virginia. Well, I guess no, cuz Blue Ridge it Parkway stops right at 64, there. so yeah. The t- I've done the top of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, me too. And I I've, when I say that driven I have we went down to Carolina and stuff. Yeah. On when with the Smokies and all. And um, I know during that point in time, I know we rode on some of it, mm-hmm. but I was not driving. Yeah, a few years ago, I went down to Asheville, um, which is always a great place to go, and was down there for a few days, and uh, I forget what we were doing, but we ended up on a section of the Blue Ridge Parkway, and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, yeah, this is not just a Virginia thing, you know? Right. Which, so... Does it go past North Carolina? Does it go into Georgia? No, just no, North Carolina, just, yeah, Virginia. Virginia, North Carolina. And yeah. I was kind of interested. I was just looking at the two between Route 66 and Blue Ridge Parkway. And I said route. See, that said both. <laughs> route, route. Route 66 um, is 2,300 miles. Okay. goes between Chicago and Santa Monica, California. Blue Ridge Parkway is 469 miles. A little bit shorter. A little bit shorter. So it's interesting to see how long some of these are and the differences between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when you're thinking road trip, yeah, do you do you consider a mileage like a a minimum? Um, I mean, obviously, it's there's going to be a minimum. I don't know what it would be, but you know, you can technically you can stay a night somewhere and then drive a shorter distance to your next destination. I don't think that negates the, the road trip, you know? I mean, if, if you said a hundred miles, I, I, I would question why it's taking you so long to get a <laughs> hundred miles. Right. Unless you're walking. <laughs> but then I don't think that's a road trip. I think we have something else to talk about there. <laughs> Not a road trip, folks. Um, Number three is Pacific Coast Highway. Okay. 
which I think, isn't there some law that if you do the PCH that you have to have a red convertible with the top down? Uh, something like that. Yeah. It's not in, in this article. Okay. But I've read that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that I would probably, myself, would want to do it in like uh, a Jeep Wrangler with the top down. Oh, yeah. I think I'd, I would take it that style. way. Yeah. Um, wow. Goes by, uh, you know, Coast of Big Sur. Okay. Side note, yeah. Rachel got in Big Sur next year. Okay. So we're probably going to go do that. And I think it's April. Is that a full marathon? Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. I'm not going to California for a half. <laughs> I've never been to California before, by the way. All right. Yeah. Checking both boxes. But like this says, you know, it's a two day or two week journey. I don't know how you want to take it, which is kind of a good way to put it. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and that's the that's a road trip. You mm-hmm. could take two days to do it, or you could take two weeks. It yeah. depends on how much stopping you want to do in between. And, you know, if I was to take a road trip, I would absolutely 100% want to be able to, to have some money saved up, to have some time off, and to be able to say, hey, if I want to take the whole two weeks or month or whatever it is, I have the means and I have the time, you know. Yep. I would say the same thing. Let's see. Number four, Silverado Trail, California. Never, Never heard of it. it. <laughs> have you heard of it? Nope. Okay. Um, what, uh, what makes that one unique? Let's see. It says, linking the 30 or so miles between the towns of Napa and Calistoga, Silverado Trail winds through the Napa Valley wine region mm. amid rolling hills and mountains. So I'm guessing you just stop by the wine yeah. <laughs> well, places, <laughs> get so, a little tipsy, have to wait a little while, and that's how it becomes a road trip. Yeah, I feel like that's more of a day trip. Uh, you said 30 or so miles. <laughs> yeah, though only an hour drive from start to finish. Oh, yeah. Add stops to the region's exceptional wineries, hot springs, and mineral pools. So, <laughs> you know, you might have to spend the night because you drink yeah. too much at the winery. Mm. I don't know. That, to me, doesn't sound like a road trip. I yeah. think maybe they're, again, the idea of a road trip and a, and a day trip mm-hmm. is kind of up to the person. But to me and to you, that's a day trip. Indeed. Uh, number five is the Scenic Byway 12 in Utah. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. So here, folks, we're all we're giving ourselves and you ideas of places that you can go. We're all learning together today. <laughs> this is a learning episode. <laughs> in the heart of American West, drive through rugged terrain, aspen and pine groves, the meadowlands of Boulder Mountain and desert landscape. This is 123 miles. Sounds interesting, at least. I know. Oh, well, out there as a photographer, good God, it's right. probably a week long for me at least. <laughs> <laughs> 123 miles. You might as well just be walking it. <laughs> right. It's pulling over every 20 seconds. Begins to the west in, oh, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> P-A-N-G-U-I-T-C-H. Sure. I'm okay. not. Somebody out there in the world can pronounce that and let us know. Uh, 
near the Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument and ends in Torrey to the northeast, connects Bryce Canyon and Capitol Reef National Parks. I don't know. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> North Shore Scenic Drive, Minnesota. Don't okay. you know? <laughs> that definitely sounds like it's going to have to be a summer road trip for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, follow the majestic shoreline of Lake Superior. I don't think I want to do that during the winter. No. Let's see. The drive provides access to eight state parks and the Superior National Forest and offers unlimited opportunities to enjoy the outdoors in all seasons. Okay. Still going to say probably not on that one. <laughs> What's next? Number seven is Olympic Peninsula Loop in Washington. And the picture on here is gorgeous. Oh my God, I got to do this one. How long is the loop? Ooh, this is a good one. 445 miles. Okay. Experience the best of the Olympic Peninsula, an area of land in western Washington that lies across... Puget Sound from Seattle. I'm a little bit confused here. The 31-mile scenic loop around the National uh, Olympic National Park offers sites of the dramatic coastline and rugged. So I'm not sure. I mean, they're calling it a 445-mile road trip. I'm guessing the loop is within that 445 miles. Must be. I don't know. But you can see eagles, otters, and gray whales, so I'm there. Sounds like a fun time. Number eight is the high road to, I'm going to say this wrong, Taos, T-A-O-S, okay. Scenic Byway, New Mexico. Hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, this is only 56 miles. <laughs> so I'm going to go with day trip on that. Yeah. Probably would still like it. And this is one that I've done. Uh, number nine is the Florida Keys Scenic Highway. And it's 110 miles. Okay. And it's... <sighs> Mostly bridges, isn't it? It's, yeah, a lot of bridges. <laughs> uh, but it's like... It's it's 110 miles one way. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to go... <laughs> and come back. And turn around and come back. Yeah. So there's, there's not a loop. And in all technicalities, you could stretch it out over several days because you could stay at a key, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. For one night, go a little bit and stay. I would consider that a, a road trip, this one, even though it's only 110 miles. And you and I both know it's longer than that for us to go hiking. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and we do that in a day. Yeah. But I, I can see how you could make that a multi-day road trip. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure also, depending on where you start, you know, you could pull in some more of Florida there. Oh, Yeah. Well, uh, I feel completely inadequate in my knowledge of popular road trips, at least as per Google searches. <laughs> we have one more. Oh, oh one more. That and I just good. noticed where this one was. Okay. For most of us, there's a flight involved <laughs> to take said road trip. Okay. It is Saddle Road in Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Forgot about you, Hawaii. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, um... I don't know. Not for the faint of heart. So that's got my interest. Well, I mean... Set a road or route 200 or route 200. Cuts through Hawaii from the Kona Coast to the tropical Hilo side. At its highest point, 
reaches a maximum elevation of more than 6,600 feet. The highway was once considered to be so dangerous, it has undergone extensive renovations since then. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> How long is it? It doesn't say. I mean, it can't be terribly long. I don't think any of the islands out there are <laughs> say, too yeah, big. But... <laughs> Probably a day trip. Mm. It's, it's one I wouldn't mind exploring, though. <laughs> that is the top 10 U.S. trips on a road, because I don't know. know that we'd call them all road trips. Yeah. Well, I, I stand by my statement that I am wholly inadequate in my knowledge of uh, popular road trips there. Yeah, me too. But, you know. We need to drive more. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's that's the one. There, not the one. I think that is a good thing about uh, road trips is that you don't have to follow a prescribed route. That you know, you can take a road trip anywhere. Yeah. In fact, you could pick a destination, pick a point on the map, and just make your way there without even knowing which roads you're going to take. You know. I like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Which uh, I guess uh, that kind of pulls us into my... I've only ever taken one, what I would really call a road trip. You know, I've done plenty of like, you know, trips down North Carolina, trips to the beach, uh, trips as far as Georgia, but still it's kind of a A to B, you know, yeah, not a multi-point uh, kind of journey. And so my one big road trip actually was from Richmond, Virginia to South Padre, Texas and back. I remember that trip. Um, all told, it was around 4,000 miles, I think. I say I remembered I wasn't there. <laughs> you, you weren't there, no. Uh, we probably would have had fun, actually, if, you, if, you know, <laughs> if it was you and me in the car. Um, but it was, uh, it, was, it was with an ex of mine. Um, and one of her siblings had a, probably still has, I don't know, a condo down in South Padre. And that was why we were going, because we knew that our lodging was going to be free when we got there. So right. kind of did the math, figured out like flights and a rental car from uh, Brown, because you had to fly into Brownsville. Uh, flights and a rental car were going to cost about the same as gas and hotels if we road tripped. Right. And like I said, I'd never taken a real road trip. And I was like, uh, I vote for this option. <laughs> yeah. You know? And she, she was totally on board with it. Uh, and so it's what I would call a semi-planned road trip or a partly spontaneous <laughs> trip uh, in the fact that we had an idea of how many nights we wanted to stay on the road and what cities we wanted to stop in. Okay. But we didn't really set an itinerary beyond that. Um, and in fact, we, uh, so we ended up, we started off going to Kentucky because we both wanted to go to a whiskey distillery. So we did that and we stayed the night in Louisville. Um, drove south, went to Nashville, kind of spent the morning in Nashville, and then headed west going to, we were planning on staying in Memphis. <laughs> Got to Memphis, and it was just, it was cold and rainy, and it was kind of miserable. And, you know, uh, what is, uh, oh, was it Beale Street in Memphis? Oh, the, the, main, the main drag down there. Went there and ate dinner at a little dive down there, and there was just nothing going on. And we kind of made the decision, let's just get back on the road and just hit the next city. So, like, we had planned to stay in Memphis, but we ended up staying in Little Rock instead, um, just across the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. 
And so crossed the Mississippi in the dark. So I didn't get that experience of seeing that. But it was actually, it worked out because uh, Little Rock had a great little riverfront. You know, I remember we found some park. There was like a coffee shop nearby, did some walking, you know, explored the area. So that was that was a pretty good uh, alternative, you know. And it's one of those things that like, we only found that stuff because we didn't stay in Memphis. Right. Because if we had stayed in Memphis, we'd have probably done Memphis that morning. Yeah, right. Bypassed Little Rock and kept going, yeah. I've heard that, I don't know. Never actually been to Memphis. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard the best things about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. and that was the thing. Like, we just didn't get a good vibe off of just anything in, in the area that we were at. So, you know, that's one of those things you kind of need to trust your gut and, you know, say, all right, maybe this isn't where we need to be tonight. Well, especially if you know that there's somewhere that you will enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, or you have better hopes of enjoying not too far. Yeah. Up the road. Well, and ironically, I think our, our logic was, you know what, if we just drive a couple more hours and stay closer, that'll just mean less driving tomorrow. And that was kind of our whole, our thinking there. Well, there's that too. <laughs> and then, so from Little Rock, we went into Texas, we basically went into Texas and we did, um, I'm trying not to get anything out of order here, but we went, we stopped at Waco because we were both fans of, um, Fixer Upper, yeah, and we saw Chip and Joanna. Chip and Joanna. We saw um, the the silos. Yeah, yeah. You it, sent me pictures of that. It had just opened up earlier. You're that trying to make year, me jealous or something? Probably. It's okay. <laughs> did it work? It may have. <laughs> so we did that, and we also went to. Um, oh no! So it, uh, I'm back up in Nashville. We went and saw the American Pickers um, store. Oh, okay. Because I, I'm a huge fan of their show. Yeah. Um, so we did two TV-related stops on this road trip, which is kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, so we did we did that in Waco, and then from Waco we went to Austin, and we did the um, was the Riverwalk, the Austin Riverwalk. Uh, went to a restaurant, walked Never around. Never been that to kind Austin. Stuff. Yeah, been to Dallas and Fort Worth. So ended up going through Dallas on the way back. Um, I'm not a huge fan of big, massive cities, so. <laughs> I was there for work. Okay. For two weeks, so. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't get to see that much of it. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> you know, it was like, I flew home on the weekends. Yeah. So I was only there during the week. Yeah. But so, yeah, Austin, and then from there, it was pretty much a long haul, kind of across southern Texas, all the way across the state, down to South Padre, basically. So past all the like, like in that one day, past all the like the, the oil drilling rigs, past all the wind farms, like super flat. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot of nothing for the most part. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's it's a different landscape than we're used to. So for me, it was like the coolest thing ever. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. How to dig it? I've been like, okay, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, we we were down there, and I forget how long we stayed on the island, and then on the way back. Because you don't want to see the same thing twice, right? So on the way back, we went, was it San Antonio? Like I said, we drove through Dallas and went to New Orleans or New Orleans. New Orleans. Stayed there for the night, got to ride a trolley down there. That was a fun experience. Yeah. Um, from there, and we did the whole um, Bourbon Street and, you know, that kind of stuff. Cafe uh, du Monde. Next morning, we went and did Cafe du Monde. <laughs> Got some beignets and coffee. Amazing. 
Any excuse to have dessert for breakfast is great. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how I feel about it. But uh, after after we left uh, New Orleans the next day, that uh, that's where kind of a little hiccup in the road trip happened, which will kind of get us into another topic in a minute. But my my traveling partner was suddenly tired of being in the car. When you, you say suddenly, well, <laughs> she, she, she had been very uh, a very you know happy participant up until that point, and then it just. I don't know, but we got out of Louisiana and it was like, all right, I'm 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 tired of this. Like, let's just, like, let's get home as quick as we can, which okay, you're still 1,500 miles from home at that point. There's not a whole lot of super quick happening. Yeah. Um, so we ended up driving straight through. And when I say we, I ended up driving straight through, uh, let's see, Mississippi and Alabama and then into Georgia, and we stayed in Savannah. And we, we did a little little piece of Savannah. We get, found coffee. and How can park. you stop in Savannah and only do a little piece? And then... Freaking love Savannah. Next day, back in the car, and pretty... We, we, we stopped in Charleston for lunch, and then pretty much straight shot back to Richmond. I just gave her the keys and said, I'll see you when I get home. <laughs> right. I'm going to hang out in Savannah for a while. <laughs> yeah, but so... That that brings me to the point of, you know, things that are important <laughs> when you're planning for a road trip. And number one, I think, is making sure that you're both on the same page. Like whoever's in the car, whoever is on the trip together, that everyone is on the same page. And if you're by yourself, that's really easy because you only have one person to talk to. But, you know, because it's, it's a confined space. You're going to be with each other for many miles. And like I said, I did 95% of the driving on that trip, but I was okay with that, you know. Uh, and back then I was, I was working EMS and I was driving for a living anyway. So I was yeah. used to being in a driver's seat for 12 hours. Um, and you're, you said that you're the type of person that you enjoy driving. I do. But if you're not like Stephen and I and you don't love driving, then you need to make sure that you're with someone who's going to share those responsibilities. Right. Similarly, you know, if... You're the kind of person that needs frequent bathroom breaks. Don't be with someone who's going to like r- bypass every rest stop, you know, <laughs> just being on the same page or, yeah. you know, I, I've known people that get hangry very quickly. And so you have to be cognizant. <laughs> take snacks. Take snacks. Make sure you, uh, when you see a, when you see a, an exit coming up, say, Hey, do you need anything? Do we need to pull off? You know? Yeah. And see, I'm the kind of guy that, you know. I don't know. Driven to Florida a bunch of times mm-hmm. for vacations and such, but I'm I'm the kind of guy that'll stop. Yeah, you literally you see a billboard and you're like, "Hey, I'd like to check it out." Right, <laughs> <laughs> off the road again. There you go. So I mean, in that aspect, but that drives some people crazy because mm-hmm. they want to get from point A to point B. Yeah, which that's not the kind of person to take with you on a road trip. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, yeah, I've I've been with those people like going to the Outer Banks or something like that where it's about a, you know, 4-hour drive or 5-hour drive depending on how you go and they're like, "All right, once we get in the car, we're not stopping until we get there." It's like, "Whoa, calm down." <laughs> that's why I drive. <laughs> exactly. You can be ugly in the car if you want. <laughs> while you wait for me to go do whatever the hell I was doing over there. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think that that's your, for me personally, that is the number one 
tip, trick, rule, whatever you want to call it. If you're planning a road trip, get everybody on the same page. What if there's a way to test that with someone? Well, you know, so ironically, you say that um, after after that trip, uh, I and I think we've talked about this a number of times before, but I came up with this rule for relationships, and I call it the the the, the road trip rule, <laughs> where you you learn so much about somebody when you're in the car with them for a number of hours like that, and so you know, for me, that's the trip is kind of a test for the, the relationship. It's like a litmus test, you know. Even you know, I've found like the just the two hours or so to Virginia Beach, or you know, two, you know, wherever you're going, two or three hours is probably a decent indicator of all right. I can kind of see how this person is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but those longer trips, for sure, there's there's no hiding your flaws at that point, you know. There's only one thing that's faster than the road trip litmus test. What's that? Tandem bicycle. <laughs> divorce bike. The divorce bike. <laughs> If you can handle a tandem with somebody, you're golden. So I've I've never done a tandem bicycle, but I have Me either. been in a canoe. I've definitely been tandem kayak. You had a tandem kayak. Same thing. Divorce boat, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind paddling by myself. Yeah. Paddling by myself. <laughs> Not nah. your thing, huh? Not my thing. Yeah. Not when there's a perfectly good set of legs to do it too. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so to go back to what you said, you know, as far as testing the, you know, testing the waters, so to speak, you know, I think, yeah, if you're going to take a road trip with someone, you should at least take a shorter day trip of some sort, you know, (laughs) make sure you have spent an entire day with somebody. And you can simply sometimes just ask questions Mm -hmm. because like Rach, when she was growing up, they, you know, her parents were the point eight and they still are. Yeah. They're the point A to point B people. Yeah. We're not stopping. <laughs> We're going to get there. That's when I start enjoying myself. So that's, mm-hmm. we want to get there as fast as we can. Yeah. So, you know, the first time we ever went on a long trip and I'm like, Beep, pull over. I want a drink or whatever. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> We're not there yet. And she would ask, you know, kind of, you know, I was like, oh, I'd like to go see this. Like, okay. And pull off the road. And, you know, she was, it blew her mind. So mm-hmm. she's like, why 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 not just do it you know where we're getting to it's not going anywhere right so we can get there you know unless you're like have to pick up keys or something by a certain period of time yeah and i think that's like having like that purpose might dictate some of the details of your road trip you know and if it's a situation like that where you need to be at your destination by a certain time maybe the road trip is more on the the way back right you know i can't think of anything more miserable than driving a couple of hundred miles turning around and coming straight back and never seeing anything in between you know that that would be terrible yeah and it's like like i said i've gone to florida a bunch of times and driven down there and just straight down 95 and back so every now and then you know i would i would come back get off and go up 17 or something like that Mm -hmm. and but like when we went to um to key west originally went over to my aunt's Mm-hmm. They were by Tampa, and then all of us drove down. She went with us too, and um, we drove down to Key West from there. Mm-hmm. You know, so but we and that wasn't really any stopping in between. But on the way back up, that was a long ride. <laughs> and like I said, that's when we got off, took some A one A, you know, yeah. just to see what it was about, and 
Yeah. You know, and we ended up staying the night in, I think, Jacksonville, somewhere around there. Okay. And it was, you know, kind of back on up from there. But, you know, like you were saying, if you have the time, you have the money. Yeah. I would take it and just right back off. Yeah. And, you know. I wouldn't take interstate at all if I didn't, if I had the time. It's yeah. just a time saver is all. For sure. Um, I think if if you have the time, or sorry, if you don't have the time, but you do have the money, I would say fly just oh, yeah. out of convenience, you know, because again, those, if it's just a long car ride, <laughs> right. then exactly. yeah. there's nothing fun about that. No. And that's the, most of the time, the reason why is because we just didn't have the money to fly. Yeah. But I'm definitely a person of, if I'm going from point A to point B and I can fly, oh yeah, it's <laughs> happening. Just yeah. like New York, you know, with the marathon. We we flew. Mm-hmm. It was Olivia's first time flying. I convinced her parents to uh, fly. I actually paid for their flight. Oh wow! That helped convince them. Yeah, <laughs> her absolutely. mom. Her mom doesn't fly, so okay. but it was like I'm like guys, it's a six and a half hour drive, mm-hmm. or like an hour flight. Yeah, if that. Come on, it's like, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So if I can fly, I'm definitely going to do that. But if the idea is to take the you know make the trip part of the vacation, yeah, obviously you need to drive. Yeah, you got to find fun stuff, you know. Now y'all had destinations that you wanted to stop at, but did you have definite things you wanted to do in those little destinations before? Or did you say I've always wanted to visit here? Let's stop here and we'll find something to do while we're there. Uh no, neither. Um, <laughs> so okay, the, the, uh, the, so the destinations, the, the stops actually for the most part, well, okay. So Kentucky was a destination that we wanted to go to. Right. Nashville was a place we had never seen, wanted to see, but beyond that, it was spacing on the map and saying, all right, this was about a day's drive, you know, or not even a full day's drive, but, uh, this is a distance where we can then do some stuff in the evening. Right. Yeah. Still have time to do stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, as far as we didn't even book hotels until we were about an hour out of town, um, just used one of those apps. I, I won't plug any specific app right now, but, you know, one of those, you know, just fi- find a hotel that looks halfway decent, which um, I, yeah. I will say <laughs> some people are better at picking those than others. <laughs> yeah. yeah, believe me, I know. And sometimes, you know, you pick it and then you get there and you're like, what? <laughs> that. That doesn't match up. Well, so I, I'll get, I'll throw this. This is a Travis Pro tip, which means it's an amateur tip. But uh, if you're if you're picking a hotel in a city you've never been to, don't pick one near the airport. Oh yeah. No. Don't pick one that's right on the interstate. Like those are probably not going to be the fanciest, nicest places. Even like even if it's some like mid grade like Holiday Inn or something, it's going to be like the low end Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, $59 a night. <laughs> you know what that gets you. Bad bugs. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there was uh, Austin. Um, she picked that one because I was driving. And it ended up being on the outskirts of town, right? Like, you could see the interstate. We get there, and the building is, un- like, under renovation. Oh, God. It was, it was pretty miserable. I've been there on that. And so on the way back, she was like, you're, you're picking the hotels. And uh, so like when we went to New Orleans, I, I said, all right, here's, here's the 
the business district where you want to be. And I looked around there. We didn't find a little boutique hotel for the same price as the uh, the sketchy one off the interstate. Right. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. But so you, you you can't just necessarily look off of the prices and you know even the reviews. Like pull up the map, see what's around it, see if it's someplace where you want to be. Because I mean the best thing is to be able to say, all right, you know, in the morning we're gonna walk to a cafe, right? Or we're gonna walk to get breakfast or something like that, or you know. Again, it's all going to be a matter of what are you looking to do? What kind of places are you looking to be in? You know? Yeah. But you live and you learn. I don't think of, you know, I don't think that I have driven an actual road trip, Mm -hmm. like long distance road trip. Most of ours have been destination. Yeah. (laughs) Go straight there and and be there. But But as a kid... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. You know, we did the main Bar Harbor loop. I I mentioned that before. Yeah, you know, so and we stopped several places up and around and that kind of thing. So. Now, how was how was that compared to my road trip? Was it something where your parents knew where you were staying and you know knew what you were going to do, or was it more of a freestyle? I think if I remember correctly, it was pretty freestyled. They had places they wanted to stop, you know. Mm-hmm. I know we went to the Amish country. That was something they were big on. And uh, we rolled through my dad's town that he uh, grew up in, up in Pennsylvania. And, you know, and just kind of, there was different things they wanted to do. They wanted to go across Lake George. And there's a ferry that takes you across and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's, you know, they're definitely spots they wanted to stop. But I don't remember if they, like... I doubt very seriously that we had any kind of hotel planned and stuff. And, yeah. You know, that was back in the, before the days of you didn't cell have phones an app. and apps and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So you kind of roll up and go, hey, you got a room? <laughs> you know, and yeah. you, you stay. So That's when those vacancy signs were important. <laughs> the, the only thing that I, I'm pretty sure that they had booked already was the cottage that we stayed up in Bar Harbor. Because that, that seems to me like you would have had to have that booked ahead of time yeah, kind of thing. Because we were there for several days. Yeah, and that makes sense to... I mean, same thing with my Texas trip. We had our end destination or our middle destination, however you want to look at it. it. It was planned. We knew where we were staying. You know, we, we knew right. that part of it. But just getting there and getting back was more, more of a kind of by the seat of your pants. Yeah, and like I say, I think that the, the return trip was faster than the mm-hmm. going up trip. Yeah. Um, and it may have just been planned that way also. Yeah. Chances are it was. Or it may have just been, you know, you've got parents with young kids and they just couldn't stand being in a car with you any longer. Well, it was, you know, <laughs> it was me, my mom and dad and uh, my older of the two sisters uh, and Andrew, you know, her son. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, yeah, it got interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. But I got to see a lot of cool places like, you know. Acadia National Park was awesome. Yeah. Cadillac Mountain, we went up there, you know, and that was really cool. But it was it's kind of funny because, you know, I don't know, I told you the, the story about Bar Harbor and driving into town. Oh, yes, you've told boats. me, but you haven't, uh, hasn't made it on the podcast. So yet. we're in Bar Harbor, we go to town, driving into town, you see the, I guess it's like a, um, was like a bay-ish area through mm-hmm. there, and everything's out there. Boats are floating and all, and we spend a couple hours in town, and we come back, and 
I happened to notice that all the water's gone <laughs> and the boats are laying on the ground and I kind of just casually scared to death, but Hey dad. It's <laughs> like, like, yeah. And I was like, um, where's the water? <laughs> so, you know, in my 15 year old mind, I was thinking tsunami <laughs> because that's all I knew. Water's gone. Tsunami's coming. <laughs> and I think he could hear a little, you know, concern in my voice. Yeah. And he's just, oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> he's like, it's, it's how it works up here. <laughs> the water just goes away. And then, you know, high tide comes and it comes back up. Once a day, it's just gone. So, yeah, that was definitely something. But the, the other thing that you know, was so different being up north versus down here was, you know, you say, oh, we're going to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And down here, when we go to the beach, there's these nice sandy beaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... And it was all rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and Which... I'm like, what? This isn't a beach, you know? And they're like, this is the beach that's up here. Yeah. And it was July, okay? And I am in jeans and a sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm sure the water is cold, too. They're up there in bikinis on the beach. And I'm like, what is, what is wrong with these people? Uh, so, yeah. It's the things you find on a road trip. You know, all right, speaking of that, what is the most interesting? Because when you think road trips, when you think quintessential road trip, you think roadside attractions. You know, back, back in the day, back before our day, when Route 66 was you know, new and exciting and everyone wanted to do it. They built these just ridiculous attractions purely to get people out there to want to see them, to want to travel and to spend money in these towns and everything. Have you come across anything like that? Something that you just saw and you were like, I need to stop and see that. Or, you know, that's just crazy. Oh, I mean, I'm sure there have been. But, Mm. I mean, there's certain things that come to mind, like on that trip, to Maine, we found like a little diner, mm-hmm. and they had a whole board of spam, just like in Monty Python. <laughs> and it was like spam everything, any kind of wow. spam sandwich, any kind of it was like spam, spam eggs and ham, you know, spam, spam, spam. <laughs> and we thought it was a you know kind of a little funny thing off of off of Monty Python. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, it, that that one that nice. was pretty funny. But yeah, we we've been to a lot of little roadside attractions and things, but nothing that really makes me go, oh, I have to do that. One thing that comes to my mind is when you're driving south from Richmond, and I can't remember. You can't be talking about south of the border. Oh, I hadn't even. I never think of the good things. All right, we'll get to that. Yeah. Before you get south of the border, in North Carolina, I can't remember. I think it's on 95. It might be on 85. There's a, uh, I think it's like a log cabin builder, and they have a giant um, big blue ox and yeah. a Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan and the blue ox, yeah. yeah. It's and not I, really something to stop at, but it's definitely something to look at. It's Yeah, and every every time I see it, I'm like, oh man, I just want to stop just to get a picture of it. And I, it's been years, and I haven't. Just think about it, though. All the people that see that. Yeah, it's huge marketing for them because yeah. they're like, "Oh, I gotta find that." And then, and if you never know who wants to build a cabin, exactly. If ever I decide I want a log cabin, I know where to look. <laughs> That's right. These guys, yeah, they got it going on. 
But yeah, so no, yeah, you, you brought up a great one. Driving even further south, you cross from North Carolina down into South Carolina. And this is one that actually we did as uh, kids. Like we would take a family trip and go down to south of the border. And I will <laughs> say... It's ridiculous place. On the it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you see the giant sombrero and you're like, oh, i got to stop here. Oh, no. No, it's the... 1500 billboards before <laughs> yes. that you see you know it's coming you know it's coming but you don't know what it's gonna starts be. at 150 miles out mm-hmm. never saw such such a thing <laughs> but yeah it's it's one of those things i will say having i i've gone back i haven't gone in but i've gone back and like parked and like looked at it to appreciate it but as an adult, I, I do realize that it is probably not the most politically correct of attractions. Oh, God, no. <laughs> By any stretch. I don't know how it's still open. Yeah. But it's it's just one of those things you just know. Like, you're driving down there. It's like, oh, going to pass south of the border. You know. It used to be that's where we would want to go get fireworks. Oh, yeah. But now, I think, according to Andrew, Tennessee is the place to go get fireworks. <laughs> uh, um. But another one that I know of, but I haven't actually seen, um, High Point, North Carolina, uh, used to be like a huge furniture. Oh yeah, High Point uh, furniture. Yeah. Manufacturing area, and apparently there's a giant chair somewhere in town, like a building sized chair. Interesting. And so I, I, I've been through that area a few times, and I've said, oh, I'm gonna go stop in High Point, and I just haven't. But you ever seen the Longenberger Building? I don't think so. It looks like a basket. Oh, I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen pictures. I haven't seen it. Yeah, silly little attractions for sure. Yeah, but you know what? If it's something that makes you pull off the interstate and stop in a town, and while you're there, you're going to buy lunch or gas or you know whatever it is. I don't need that stuff. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. But... Yeah. But that brings up a good point. Of, you know, if you're, if you're going to do that and you, you're going to stop, why not just check the phone out real quick to see what might be there to mm-hmm. swing by for, you know, 30 minutes or so. Just yeah. turn it into a road trip. Yep. And, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, like a lot of times I'm as guilty of anyone. You know, I'll, I'll be on the interstate feeling a little tired or something, or maybe it's early in the morning or whatever it is. And I'll see the, I'll see the little, the blue sign, you know, has all the little logos on it. I see that little green mermaid and I'm like, well, there's coffee. There's my Starbucks. Right. But then once I take the exit, like a lot of times I'll actually pull up the phone and say, all right, are there any actual like small cafes around here? You know, especially if it, you can generally get a sense of the vibe. Right. You know, is this like a super commercialized strip or am I kind of going into the downtown area, the true yeah, downtown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if it's like that downtown area, I'll say, all right, well, let's find a regular coffee shop if there is one as opposed to, you know, going for the the chain. But it is comforting to see those, you know, those familiar <laughs> logos sometimes. Oh yeah, but yeah, my wife is very happy when I pull off and heading toward that because she knows it's for her, it's not for me. I don't drink coffee. Ah, <laughs> uh, they have plenty I don't of other know how good you drinks. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you uh used to be a fan of what the Java chip frappuccino? Oh, it's not the job the the regular, the double chocolate chip, double chocolate chip. And now I've discovered that they will do a chai frappuccino interesting yeah it's pretty fantastic okay no water chai is my winter time drink of choice from there 
All right. <laughs> if I drink, otherwise it's like one of their teas. Yeah. Like a passion tea or something. Anyway, getting back to the topic at hand here. Yeah, a shameless plug for <laughs> Starstrucks. Right. So I, uh, I too, have a little uh, a resource pulled up here, and I am actually looking at afar.com, A-F-A-R.com. So not like, get the hose, there's a far. Yeah, don't put out the far. You know. Okay. Um, it's an article titled, What to Pack for a Road Trip? And I definitely won't... Uh, belabor the point and read all of this because they do have they have 30 essentials to pack for your road wow which some of the lists uh there are a lot of 50 things you can't forget there's there's some there's 70 things that you have to take i feel like we're getting into a lot of items there that's serious planning that's some serious planning uh but this uh this actually breaks it down into categories which i thought was uh pretty pretty good the first of which is for your safety and sanity Two very important things to keep in mind. And they talk about a lot of things like uh, phone chargers and power banks, which, you know, that's it's something where to leave home without your phone charger sometimes is one of the worst feelings because you know that you've got a long day ahead of you or something, but especially if you're on a trip. And who wants to have to go and spend $12 in a gas station on another phone charger when you've got 12 of them at home, you know? That's what Five Below is good for. Well, maybe you're going someplace it doesn't have. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Stephen. But I will say, you know, actually, if you if you do happen to forget one of these items, one of the best places to stop is going to be a truck stop because they have all of those kind of essentials because the truckers can't necessarily go to the, you know, shopping center. Oh, yeah. Because they've got, what, 75 feet of truck with them. Yeah. The uh, old truck stop's good for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So phone chargers, power banks, um, they say a car mount, you know, GPS. These days, most people are using their phone as GPS, and it's good to have that mount. Right. Because you don't want to actually be holding your phone. And I do not own one. That's uh, illegal in a lot of places. Um, or have someone else do your navigating. Or, I mean, more more and more vehicles now have the um, the what Apple CarPlay or, you know, whatnot, so that it actually shows up on your infotainment system. We might hit on some some of that there in a a minute after I tell you what I've got pulled up, but keep on keeping on. Okay. And they talk about things like like your car safety kit, so like having your, your flares or that kind of stuff. First aid kit. Hand sanitizer and face masks because it's the world we live in. Yeah. Um, and then sunscreen, which is something that a lot of people don't think about. But, you know, there is there is a reason that uh, truckers will often have one arm darker than the other. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that has definitely happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're hanging out the window too long. and whoops. Uh, then they talk about comfort. And they say things like an outdoor blanket or, you know, in my experience, sometimes just a blanket in general because maybe the driver wants the AC on and then the passenger gets cold. You know. Yeah, no, I don't know what anything like that's about. <laughs> Not at all, right? And the worst thing the worst thing in the world would be to have your driver start to get warm and cozy and start dozing <laughs> off. So keep that AC on and grab a blanket. That's right. Um, and they even say travel pillow, things like that. Something that people a lot of times don't think about is comfortable driving shoes. And I find this even when we go hiking or if I go to the beach or something, having one like 
a pair of hiking boots or hiking shoes and then having something to change into makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely do that hiking. And they talk about, uh, this is something I'm actually pretty good at remembering, reusable water bottles and coffee cups. I try to carry those anywhere I go anyway. And then sunglasses is another important thing. Always got to have your sunglasses because you're doing all that driving. But then they get into kind of some of the organization, all like, you know, duffel bag and packing cubes and all that stuff. But I think that's that's a whole other animal of its own. And then they say for staying entertained, uh, instant camera, which I think is a great idea. Playlists or podcasts. Always bring your favorite podcast. Hint, hint. <clears throat> you know you can download these things, people. Absolutely. Uh, audiobooks, games, that kind of stuff. But, you know. I think, you know, it's one of those things where you're going to know best what kind of items you need to have to stay entertained, to stay comfortable, you know, to just be happy, (laughs) you know, while you're out there. Happy. For some people, it might be taking a Kindle to read while the other person is driving. Other people can't read while they're, you know, in the car, that kind of thing. Um, And if you know someone named Kindle, then you could take them. You could. <laughs> and they could read books to you. My sister-in-law's name. So that's what I thought about. Uh, so what, what do you have pulled up over there, Stephen? What well, did you I kinda, find? kind of thought about it when you were talking about your road trip. and This is the um, Huffington Post or Huff Post or whatever it's called. Huff Po. And it's um, the 11 people you do not want to take on a road trip. <laughs> it's a good one. So, number one is the person with a tiny bladder. Okay. Well, I guess I'll stay. <sighs> oh, Travis. <laughs> uh, number two is the station flipper. Ah. See, I have a thing about that. I'm kind of the driver gets to bake the station. Mm-hmm. But Rach is usually, she doesn't usually want anything when she drives. or Really? Whatever. She wants no exterior. And I love to listen to the radio when I'm going down the road. Oh, wow. So... Or a podcast. Wink, wink. Well, and you know, that's uh, when we did that big road trip. I queued up a bunch of podcasts and would... I could probably listen to about four or five episodes, depending on how long they are. But then I need to break it up with some music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and so, like, listen to a couple episodes and then flip it over to the radio. Or, I mean, these days, you know, just put on Spotify or whatever you have. Apple Music, so yeah, never-ending. But, yeah. Um, usually she she just doesn't pay attention to what I'm listening to because she'll just get on her phone or something. So yeah. it, it's okay at that point in time. But number three is the person who thinks the entire trip is a sing along. Oh, that's me. Oh, really? But I'm driving, so <laughs> I sing. I'm, believe me, I'm not going on uh, America's Got Talent. But okay, I, I think part of it helps me stay awake too. <laughs> well, that is true. Number four is the way too excited passenger. I'm not sure. Either they're hyped up on Slurpees or they're literally (laughs) just so excited. (laughs) Hmm. There's another little story for you on that there. Uh, Number five is the aggressive driver. I don't know. If I'm thinking more people who, um, who ride with you. Number six is the terrified driver. Yeah. Which if that's the case, they're not driving. I am. Yeah, so then you end up doing all the driving. So that is a reason not to necessarily bring them. Number seven is the indecisive person, which 
from my experience, is pretty much any female. Well, we won't say that, Stephen. I said it. <laughs> what do you want for uh, dinner? I don't know. Did I tell you I saw somebody who created a restaurant that's called I Don't Know? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. It's a good idea. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All you women out there. If I was worried, we'd have thousands of people uh, listening. Now, I will remind you, Stephen, that the majority of our listeners are They are women. <laughs> so <laughs> don't lose us any subscribers here. All right, Melissa, I know you're listening. <laughs> Make up your mind. Number eight, the car sleeper. I mean, I, I have been in situations where I'm riding with people and it would, yeah, I'm getting tired. And if you're talking back and forth, you like instantly like wake up. You yeah. Know, your brain starts working again or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or shutting down. And, but you wake up. And yeah. I've definitely been in that instance where they're, taking a nap and you're like i yeah. really would like you to be awake right now but yep so that uh that road trip i took to texas she was the car sleeper and she probably slept for 50 percent of that trip or more and i will say you know for for a decent part you know i'm cool with it because i'm looking out the windshield seeing what's around i'm listening to my podcasts you know whatever it's kind of defeating the purpose of the road trip if you're sleeping through most of it 100 percent agree uh, and you know, like she would wake up and I'd be like, Oh, you missed this, that, and the other. And she's like, Oh, okay. You know, it's like, all right, I can you see I'm alone care. here. <laughs> Number nine is the backseat driver. Oh yeah. I mean, we just, people don't like that in general. Yeah. I don't want to go up the street with somebody like that. <laughs> and that's, that's why we said that short, maybe day trip to kind of feel out what kind of person they are. That's right. And that could be the sleeper thing too. If you can't stay awake to the mountains, then you're definitely not staying awake any longer. Right. Number 10 is the person that refuses to stop for anything or anyone. Oh, we discussed that. We discussed that. And number 11 is the annoying person who won't stop asking, are we there yet? (laughs) However, it did not mention the person who is a horrible navigator. Ah, because just in general, they don't do well with directions and maps and things. Yeah. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> well, and that's... Her initials uh... are Rachel. <laughs> She's not listening anyway, so I can say it. There you go. Um, Melissa right now, though, is cracking up because <laughs> she fully understands. <laughs> oh, thank you, Melissa, for listening dutifully. She is. You know, thank you very much, Melissa, because she does listen <laughs> to every episode, and I do appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the are we there yet, that's uh, that that's going to be very annoying. You know, even as a kid, I don't ever remember asking that question. Yeah. Because I didn't care. It's the stereotypical, like, movie kid thing. Yeah. But I, it's, you know. it's the person that wants to go from point A to point B mm-hmm. and not stop. But no. as a kid, because that's where you always hear the kids saying it. Yeah. And you know they're going to grow up to be that person that <laughs> just doesn't want to stop. But yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I, I didn't care at all about Yeah. I was fine with looking out the window and seeing what was coming. Yeah. Or I was asleep. <laughs> I used to get car sick, so I would sleep oh, okay. and not get car sick. Yeah. But to, to touch a, a hair on the way too excited passenger side. Okay. Tell us This would story. be the way too excited induced excitement 
driver. So decided we were going to drive to Florida overnight, which mm-hmm. I used to do a lot because I worked overnight anyway. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, on this particular trip, everybody else was asleep, mm-hmm. and which was pretty normal. But I started to get pretty dozy, you know? So I was uh-huh. like, okay, well, and these things had just come out. They're called five-hour energy drinks. <laughs> so I pull over. I'm like, five hours. Yes. Picked up two. Okay. Because you're 10 hours ahead of you? Uh, at least. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite 10, but it was about seven. So I figured, why not enjoy it after I get to where I'm going? Okay. This is about hmm, two in the morning that I decided to go ahead and down one of these things. Down it. Head on down the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm about an, not even an hour mm-hmm. and just nothing <laughs> from this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Waste of money. Maybe I need to take the second one. Boop. Take the second one. What I didn't know about these things are they're really made to be taken doing something. (laughs) Not sitting idle Uh behind the wheel of a car. Well, after the second one, things kicked in. (laughs) And oh my God, I was just like, I thought my heart was going to explode. Oh, God. I mean, I was shaking. I was like, I had to stop again just to move around to try to get some of this whatever was going on, you know, taken Mm. care of. Yeah, it was definitely an experience to have. Oh, my gosh. After about 15 minutes of just, like, walking around, I'm sure they were wondering what the hell I was doing (laughs) because I'm walking around the parking lot. Got back in the car, and I was good after that for a while. So, yeah. Five-hour energy drinks. Make sure you know what they're about before you go oh take them. Gosh, yeah. Especially if you're in a car. Especially for the driver, yeah. I was way too excited. <laughs> well, you know, when we're talking about road trips, I think things are kind of changing a little bit simply because, you know, stereotypically we're, you know, you and I, we both drive just regular regular vehicles. Uh, and so you're thinking about, you know, all right, got to stop for gas, you know, get back on the road. But now with electric cars coming out, which one day I will have one whenever I can afford it. Um, but that throws a whole other layer out there for you. And, you know, knowing how far you can go before you have to charge and then how long is it going to take you to charge. Right. Um, definitely is going to add that extra layer of planning. But something that I came across not too long ago. And I forget the details because that's what I do. I I forget who it was that was doing this, but I believe it was like a certain state that was, uh, no, I'm really butchering this, but maybe it was a company that like they were prioritizing putting charging stations at state parks or maybe it was national parks. I think it was state parks, but I love that idea of, hey, all right, so we're we're driving across the country and oh we're gonna have to charge, but it's gonna take a couple hours to charge, so why not go visit a park while we're doing that? You know. Yeah, it's a fantastic idea. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I haven't actually seen that myself. 
Um, I see them in shopping malls. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and again, it's the same idea. Well, if you're going to be there for a couple hours, we want yeah. you to spend your money. Uh, what I'll do is I'll look that up. I, I, I just thought of it right now, but uh, I'll look it up wherever it was, and I'll throw that into the, uh, the blog over at exploretheeveryday.com. So if you're interested in that, just look, look into that there. So, um, and I haven't seen, I don't know that I've seen any other than this one, mm-hmm. but there is a Wawa, shameless plug, <laughs> there's a Wawa in Fredericksburg that has Tesla charging stations in it. And yeah. I don't know that I've seen any other gas stations that have a bank of those in it too. So there's one, I think it's a Wawa also, down in Chester maybe? That uh, they put them in not too long ago. Interesting, but I mean, I'm used. Kind of weird. Yeah, and I don't know if that's maybe they don't own that part of the parking lot or something, and you know, I, or I know. or maybe they're just trying to get your money however they can. Yeah, I mean, you got to pay. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so I this idea of you know where where are you going to charge, and you know, I I imagine that there are probably some hotel chains that have electric car spaces you know or you know that are trying to become known for that because i've definitely seen some when we go and like like one or two spaces but it's nothing like a whole yeah not a whole section row of it but you gotta nowadays you, you need to if you're in a hotel or something you know a hospitality business where people are going to be there for a day or, or more you, you definitely have to have that ability mm-hmm. for them to, because they're just the more you look out there, you know. Yeah. And there's more electric cars coming out. Yeah. Even the the big companies are putting out electric vehicles. I'm not even gonna say electric cars because vehicles, they're you know, some of them are coming out with trucks oh, and all the, kinds uh, of stuff. The Rivian pickup trucks and SUVs. Mm-hmm. Oh that, that I if I had the money, that's where I'd be at right now. Right. It's like so it's it's definitely where things are going. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that the the rest of the world will be ready for it when it's when yeah. it's there. So, yep. Then we'll just have a whole fleet of other things to have to worry about with the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. Well, I think uh, I think we've kind of talked everybody's ear off about road trips today, but I think we'll be we do that a lot. We do. It's kind of why we're here. <sighs> So all we have to do is go looking around for people with no ears, and we know they listen to us. I haven't seen very many of them. They cover it up with their hair. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's just there's not very many of them. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that, so people help us out. Yeah, spread the word. Spread Tell the a friend. Word. If you think we're funny, if you think we're in- interesting or entertaining, or if you just... Think this is the best podcast to fall asleep to at night? Just uh, you know, tell a friend. I feel we're we're multi layered here. Oh. I tell people that all the time. If you just can't get to sleep, <laughs> just throw it on. Yeah. I think we're funny. I hope we're funny. I don't know if we're funny. Or at least entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we want to do, is entertain. I mean, I'm entertained. That's Are that's you not entertained? <laughs> Mm. The first person that can tell me what movie that's from, I'll get you nothing because we don't have any merchandise yet. Yeah. We're working on that, though. Just uh, keep spreading the word and stay tuned, and we will uh, 
We'll start rolling that out at some point, you know, before the end of the year. I'll go ahead. I'll say that. Definitely before the end of the year, we can have something happening. At least stickers. At least stickers. And you know what? Sometimes stickers are the best merch. I know. Yeah. Well, share the podcast with all your family and friends. (laughs) And I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. Well, you know. Are we there yet? (laughs) (laughs) No, go back to sleep. Okay. Man, Mm. as an adult, those are those are words. Those are the words you want to hear. I want to hear. (laughs) Go back to sleep. Okay, cool. All right. So we've we've covered the day trips, we've covered the road trips. I think we will be kind of extending this uh this travel topic at least for another episode or two. Um We'll come back to you next week with another travel-related topic. Won't uh, won't spoil anything. We you know, have to listen to figure out what it's going to be, but because we don't know yet, you don't know. Oh, <laughs> another Stevens reaction episode. Uh, we're gonna make everything a Stevens reaction episode. <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> Hit me uh, from the. T- I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> oh, but all right. I guess with that, we'll see y'all out there. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Explore the Everyday. Your hosts were Travis Fellows and Stephen Bowling. This podcast is produced by Travis Fellows. If you like what you've heard, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and check us out at explorethetheveryday.com for extras. Feel free to contact us with any questions, suggestions, or just any cool stories that you want to share. Get out there and explore the everyday, wherever you might be. Ever tell you a story of big fuck? <laughs> I'm going to tell you that story. No. So, well, we probably won't be using this. So on that trip, uh-huh. Andrew's like two or three. Uh-huh. And we're driving down. This happened to be an interstate. Uh-huh. And... Out of nowhere, Andrew says, Big fuck. <laughs> and everybody's like, What did you just say? You know? And he's pointing, Big fuck. <laughs> he's pointing at a tractor trailer truck. It's a big truck. Yeah. That's what it was, big mm-hmm. truck. So, throughout the trip, we ended up using it, my dad especially, <laughs> when a big truck would. Piss him off. Uh-huh. He would say, Andrew, what's that? He'd say, Big fuck. He goes, Exactly. That's exactly what that is. That's great. Oh, yeah. man. Andrew and the Big Fuck. <laughs>